Hey everybody, it's me again, Coley the Bartender, doing another episode of Under the Influence. Uh, just thought I'd go ahead and jump back on the mic real quick. Um, this episode, I'm not going to really do too much. It's not going to be too long of an episode. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of reintroduce what the premise of the show is. And then also would like to invite not only, you know, customers, patrons, whatnot. I would like to have a lot of people that are in the industry, bartenders, barbacks, servers, waitresses. I would like to have, you know, like-minded or at least um, similar situation uh, people to come in to kind of, um, we can have similar minds talk about, like, what do you go through at your bar uh, socializing at the bar. I kind of wanted to touch on that and also just uh, some outreach, get some people to come through and sit down, have a drink with me, and let's uh, talk it up here and um, touch on some topics. I would like to see how other bartenders deal with things. How do they see things? Um, is it going to be different? Is it going to be the same? Is there similarities, uh, little nuances here and there? I would like to have those conversations with other bartenders and servers and things like that. And it doesn't have to even be in a bar setting if you work at a restaurant. Uh, we can go customer service across the board. I would rather keep it on the restaurant and bar side of it with what I'm uh, my outreach right now. Because I look at bartending and serving, basically it's customer service but add alcohol. And I really feel that as much as people that work in retail can definitely relate, there is a huge difference between, you know, the annoying customer that uh, might have some kind of um, agenda or a chip on his shoulder. They're just straight up assholes. Add alcohol to that. And then we can really relate where you're dealing with that sober asshole and we're dealing with, with that belligerent, out of control. I would like to have those conversations. And, again, just seeing kind of what other bartenders, what other servers kind of experience. I would like to have those conversations. Um, again, um, just having that, because I would like to have more than one voice and one opinion on this. I don't want to come off as this is just me imposing my will. And another reason I brought this up, uh, I was speaking to a friend and... Um, just the conversation uh, we ended up having kind of involved my job along with my, you know, my social life as it comes to my job. And I think there is a certain difference, a certain thing that a lot of bartenders, we go through across the board. I don't care if, you know, you're a hole in the wall bar in the middle of Kansas, if you're going or working at a nightclub, if you're working at this premier spot in Vegas uh, I don't care if it's in Europe, Australia. There's something about when you're a bartender and then your social life, your love life, and maybe even your sex life, it seems to have these uh, commonalities with people in the industry that a lot of people that are not in the industry, they just either can't understand or they won't accept. And um, I would like to actually touch on this topic again, but I'm bringing this up because the conversation kind of struck me as interesting a little bit weird and awkward somewhat frustrating but at least interesting is enough to speak on and i would like to have others to, to voice their opinion on it too um as a bartender and like i said before i've done this going on over eight years uh the social aspect of uh bartending or working at a bar 
there is a side there there are bartenders that kind of partake in that nightlife there is a lifestyle to bartending and there are a lot of bartenders that partake in it but then there are other bartenders that separate professional from personal but working at a bar working at a nightclub you're in a social setting so it's always going to be opportunities to socialize uh, connect whatever you want to call it a friend asked her being a female asked me that working at a bar do you get hit on all the time as a male bartender because it's really hard to I won't say differentiate it's really hard to make a comparison between male bartenders and female bartenders when it comes to the social aspect most women bartenders because they're women already get hit on so being hit on at work is just another angle it's just another line of what they go through probably on a daily basis most men don't get hit on at all regardless of how attractive they are because most women are not they're not the pursuers they don't pursue the guy the guy pursues the woman and so outside of a bar setting you're not going to get that happening as male bartenders even if we put ourselves out there like that or not because I don't want it to come off because number one I'm, I'm not I'm not handsome like that I'm not that guy that just once you see me oh you know you're falling to your knees and doing I'm not that dude I'm not that dude but you know I I, I can chop it up with you I do think I have uh, the gift of gab and um, I can be cool I can be cool at times um, if we get along uh, I can be funny at times again if we get along and um I try not to be judgmental of people's character. So that, that opens me up to a lot of people who want to talk to me. Now, in a, again, in a bar, it's a social setting. As women come in as customers, and like I said, that's why it's really hard to compare or shouldn't be compared male bartenders to female bartenders because when a woman walks into a bar, she's going to be approached. And um, that's just par for the course. Most women know that. Most women... Uh, expect that and they usually have a defense for that if that's not what they want if that is what they want again they know how to play the game they know how to handle this because it's a common thing men that come to the bar if they sat there hoping or wanting a woman to come sit down by them approach them strike up conversation nine times out of ten it's just not going to happen and you're going to be disappointed and lonely you have to be the one to pursue conversation, pursue that connection as a man. As the bartender, if you say you just had a woman come in, hard day at work, just want to take the edge off, wanted a nightcap, it's not going to stay for long, not meeting anyone, not really interested in uh, having any kind of conversation with strangers, especially strange men, and especially the kind of conversations that a lot of these men have when they've had a few. Uh, they could be a little bit perverted. They could be a little bit aggressive. They could be all kinds of things that that woman is not wanting at the time. So if you have multiple men hitting on this woman and she's just not enjoying it, and then you have the male bartender who is sober, who is not trying to hit on her, who's not drooling over her, and kind of being attentive, but being attentive because you're being a professional bartender and respectful of her being a customer. She might actually see it as, oh my God, out of uh, this bar full of assholes, you're the good guy. And then there is a level of 
piqued interest. And it turns into a little bit of social connection. It turns into what's your name. It turns into uh, exchanging phone numbers, um, friending on Facebook, whatever. If it goes that far, it could go even further than that for the fact that you end up as a male bartender being the cream of the crop, even if the crop ain't really that, you know, <laughs> it ain't cream. <laughs> it could be garbage, but you're the best of the best. You're the best of the lot in the bar. So just that attention alone women look at male bartenders especially if they're doing their job right as attractive because we're not trying to come at them the other factor of it is if you do have all these men coming after a woman and you're the guy that's not coming after a woman that's going to again peak interest why aren't you coming after me why aren't you talking to me why aren't you trying to um, connect or hit on me or whatever and then that peaks in interest. So it ends up being in our favor as male bartenders to kind of sit back, watch the show, and then um, we'll go ahead. Once the dust settles, we end up being the one looking clean. And if that option is there, we can partake. What I try to tell my friend about me personally, um, I try to be as professional as possible. I've seen this backfire too many times. Yes, I get hit on a lot at my bar. I've been hit on a lot as a bartender at the other places I've worked at. It's par for the course. When it was first starting to happen, I, you know, I, I took into the life of it. I took into, um, if you want to call it a trap. Because now you're starting to mix business and pleasure. You're starting to shit where you eat. There is a chance for blowback. And I've had that blowback happen. Where you're trying to do your job whatever connection you had with a, a woman didn't work out you're kind of done with it but she ain't but she knows where you work at it comes and visits you back at work and then depending on um, how well you know the woman which a lot of times we don't end up knowing them that well she could be crazy as cat shit which a lot of times they end up being crazy now it could be crazy in its circumstance or they could truly have some kind of problem but either way, they know where you work at. And so you can have this drama pop off at work because, oh, I didn't do, I didn't vet enough. I didn't screen enough. And, um, you know, I, I really didn't put enough forethought into it. I, I just let things kind of rock when I had to look at the situation as, number one, I'm not a customer talking to a customer. I'm actually an employee talking to a customer. And I could really screw that dynamic up. So later on in my career doing this, I've backed off of hitting on or at least being hit on and accepting the advances of women in the bar. Even if they were, you know, drop dead attractive, I have to kind of take pause because I don't want shit to visit me at my job. I don't want anything to affect my money. And I also don't want to affect the environment or atmosphere of the bar I work at. And the, one of the bigger things is I don't want a lot of people in my life that aren't a factor, that are not relevant. I don't want my business out there in the streets for people to just go run and tell it. So I try to do a little bit more discipline, uh, a little bit more care in, in selection of, of who I interact with, who I actually socialize with. But as the, just a simple factor of do women hit on me a lot at work? Yes. 
on a weekly, almost daily basis. Yes, it happens. It doesn't mean that because they hit on me, I jump on it. Because I'm in a different scenario than just a regular guy walking down the street or even a customer at that bar. I actually have the options and I have the, um, the leverage and maybe even the privilege to turn down options. Most men don't have options like that. But since I have options, now I have the luxury of being picky, being selective. And also, I want to think of myself as someone with a little bit more discipline and um, willpower to not jump on the first woman that says, hey, how you doing? (laughs) Can I get your number? I think I'm a little bit uh, more mature and a little bit more disciplined than that. But then you also have to realize if you are interested in me and we are somewhat dating or starting to date, that, yeah, those options are still available for me if things don't work out between, you know, whoever I'm um, interacting with at the time. There are still options out there. I would rather expand my horizons. I ain't trying to fuck the bar. I would rather, you know, get outside of where I work, get outside of where I'm always at, and you know find somebody i'm not really looking to be dead upon us i'm not looking but i'll notice but again that's me i would like to have this conversation with other bartenders and servers male and female i would like to get the female perspective of this because um i've worked with a lot of female bartenders and it's it's just like constant it's constant that guys are just throwing it at you it's just you're basically coming to work, clocking in. You're like, you're dodging dick for five hours straight. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying it's not comparable. Now, uh, and most women, especially if you are a very attractive woman, you're dodging it in the streets. You're dodging it at the store. You're dodging it on Facebook. Hell, you're dodging it in your neighborhood. So to come to work, you're like almost fully prepared for the dodge. Like you, it's, I feel like... Uh, dude in a dodgeball movie you know if you could dodge a wrench you could dodge a ball it's kind of the same thing right there like you are just ready to do this you know it's coming so you just basically get your bob and weave on and it's not going to hit you or at least you know how to maneuver it where it's like you don't get cornered in by the creepy pervy conversation and you still get money Uh, now there are going to be some female bartenders that like they're bartender by trade, but they're almost like a bar fly. So they end up doing some things. They do end up socializing with the guys that are throwing it at them. Uh, I end up. I think it ends up being, you know, self detrimental. I think it messes with the money. I think it definitely messes with the fantasy because that's that's another thing that a female bartender can offer that most male bar- bartenders can't. There's a fantasy involved when um, a male patron sees a female bartender. There's a fantasy of connecting and doing something, whether it's just physical or sexual or even more. A lot of guys get to drinking, get to thinking, and they want the woman that they see, especially the one they see often, which ends up being the bartender. They would like to have some kind of connection. That's a fantasy for them. So to even get that connection, that's fantasy fulfilled. I just think that you, there's more money. There's no ceiling to fantasy. Just keep selling the fantasy. But that's my opinion. There's going to be a lot of women that partake and now their name is out there like that. But if you built for it, go ahead and rock it. I'm thinking that if you have it like that and you're having fun and you're being safe and it's consensual, do your thing. 
But if you think that it's going to get you more money or more people to come see you, I've seen that backfire many or plenty of times for females. So I would love to have the female perspective on that too. But when it comes to, again, the male bartender, yeah, we, we get hit on. And if it comes down to you, if you think we're a catch, um, you, you know, that's all, all in perspective. I, you, I think you have to realize who you're dealing with. But when it comes to that aspect of the game, if you're dealing with a male bartender and he's handling the female patron well, but he's interested in you, I think that's pretty bonus, in you, at least in my opinion. If you're a jealous type, don't date a male bartender as a female. If you're a jealous female, don't date or like you don't get involved. I'll say that. If you want to just hook up with a male bartender, go ahead. But if you are the jealous type, if you are um, paranoid, um, always kind of questioning things that aren't there, you are going to lose your mind if you try to date a male bartender because just off of visual, what you see, how we interact, you're going to take it to somewhere that it ain't. And as a male bartender, we have no control how people respond to us, especially if they've been drinking. And, you know, and then when it comes down to females in a bar, not just a nightclub, but in a bar, we struggle to have women in a bar. So to even have women, we're going to do everything we can to keep women in the bar, which means make them feel comfortable, make them feel welcome, make them feel wanted. That's part of maybe trying to sell a fantasy, maybe, you know, doing a little uh, preferential treatment to women. And it could look like, oh, you know, you're acting a little extra. Yeah, I am. But it's a business move. It's not me hooking up. But even if it was me hooking up and and. Either you can handle it or you can't handle it, but you're not going to change that part of the aspect of the industry. We get hit on. And especially if we are good at our jobs, if we are um, social butterflies, if we are funny, if we are endearing, charming, add that to the scale, you're going to have a lot of women come and see male bartenders. Because like I said before, if you get hit on at the bar by a bunch of guys that disgust you, we don't look as disgusting anymore. We actually look good, and we're going to catch that. But that's, again, it's part of the whole thing. I think there's a level of you have to accept that if you want to deal, <clears throat> if you want to deal with a male bartender. Same thing with men that are trying to date or are currently dating a female bartender. If you don't like the idea of men pawing, rushing, hitting, flirting with your, your girl or your potential girl, do not go up to her job at any time, at any time, never. You're going to watch, I'm telling you, the minute they come in, a female bartender is getting hit on before she even puts her purse down, before she even puts on an apron, before she puts on a name tag. She's getting hit on. She's getting hit on in the parking lot. They see her car pull up and they got the lines ready. They're watching the front door as she walks in. That is what happens for a female bartender. And if you're dating her, you're going to have to accept the fact that damn near every guy in that bar wants to fuck her. And 
she is doing everything she can to do her well the ones that are doing it right let me get that clear i know we there's a lot of hoes in the business there's a lot of hoes in the industry both sides of the game both male and female there are a lot of hoes in the industry so i want to call that the fringe group let's just keep it about the business the job you're in a committed relationship with a bartender or at least trying to establish one you're going to have to accept the fact that there's going to be flirting there's going to be inappropriate comments there are going to be people that might stalk your girl if your girl has been bartending more than five years give her enough space and respect she knows what she's doing she can handle it if she can't handle it she will let you know but let her make her money don't come in there being the jealous guy don't come in there losing your shit any guy that's staring at her whatever that's money coming to you don't fuck up your money let alone hers but you got to understand it's going to happen daily not even day hourly with a female bartender she's going to catch all that attention all that flack as long as she ain't catching the dick you good but she's going to get hit on and she's going to play around with it she's going to basically make that guy feel somewhat welcome with his advances she just won't let it go to the nth degree they're not going to let it go that far and especially if you have a trustworthy hard-working woman as a bartender they'll just handle their business but there's a way they handle their business because they're getting it all shift and if you can't handle that, let me give you a word of advice. Don't date the bartender. Don't date the waitress. Oh, take it even further. Don't date the stripper. <laughs> that is probably the nth degree of the most intimate, crazy level of customer service. Would be the stripper, exotic dancer, whatever you want to call yourself when you're in that business. And yes, again, there are hoes in the industry. <laughs> Yet, there are working women that are hustling, trying to make that money, and they know they're selling that fantasy. They know how to sell that fantasy. Don't be the jealous guy and fuck up the money. Support her in her hustle. When she's ready to go home, be there ready, picking her up so she can get gone because again guess what even in her regular civilian clothing taking that roll away luggage going out the front door there are four or five pervy fat guys chasing her out the door trying to get that last bit of conversation getting that last opportunity to maybe take her home or take her to a hotel or get a little action if she is truly worth her salt, she's ignoring that. She's blocking that. And you should give her props for that. Because not only is dick being thrown to strippers, money in dick is being thrown to strippers. You might have one that's basically like, oh, it was a slow night. Let me go ahead and jump on this. Then that's the girl you don't date. But not all of them are like that. Same thing with the bartenders. 
We don't jump on anything and everything, especially when we're getting offered it so much. We can be picky. And again, I'm just kind of, it, it struck me having this conversation. I just thought that uh, maybe it's this is just me venting. <laughs> I would like to hear people in the industry, bartenders, servers, waitresses, waiters, bar backs, uh, bouncers. Oh, yes, definitely bouncers. And yeah, I just expanded it. Strippers, dancers, exotic dancers, go-go girls. Just holler at me, inbox me, leave a message, leave a comment, text text me. I would like to have some sit-downs with people in the mix and maybe, you know, can relate with me on this. Or make me, um, we can see different viewpoints on this. I just, it was a really interesting conversation, but it was getting frustrating as if I did something to, like, generate the attention or generate flirting and then I wasn't really given props for being selective, for being picky. Because if I wasn't picky, I'm in a position to be a hoe. I'm in a big position to be a hoe. And if I enjoyed being a hoe, this would be the best job ever. Because <laughs> I would be, I would have options galore and I would ex exercise all of those options. And yeah, I could be that guy. But I really felt that it was kind of... Yeah, I just thought I needed to speak on it, but I'm just uh, kind of throwing out a kite to everyone that is uh, working in the business, would like to sit down with me, jump on the mic. Tell me some of your experiences. Tell me how you feel about it. Tell me what your opinions are, how you see things on that topic. I would like to do this, and we can kind of pick up this conversation on the next episode, because I really would. like. It was very interesting to have this conversation. But I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. This is Cody the Bartender signing out for Under the Influence. Peace.